Multi-marketing channels are essential for business to expand their brand and reach. Today, we'll discuss the importance of using these channels and why it's imperative you have consistent messaging among your channels. Stay tuned. You're listening to Triangle's Making Money Personal Podcast, where we engage in real talk about financial matters that affect our community. Today's episode is sponsored by Triangle Credit Union, recently voted Best Credit Union in New Hampshire. Hi, I'm Terry Conley. I'm a marketing manager with Triangle Credit Union, and in the studio today I have... Liz Costa, introducing <laughs> myself. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Lizzie, what, what is your, what's your title? Uh, I'm technically called the marketing media producer at Triangle Credit Union. Yes, so I'm are. responsible for producing our wonderful podcast that you and I are here chatting about today. That's right. And you do such an amazing job uh, with Making Money Personal uh, and the podcast, as well as um, Making uh, Money Tip Tuesdays. So... Uh, you've done a tremendous job. How long has the podcast been around? We started it in 2018. I believe it was the tail end of 2018. Okay. We had our first episode, and I think it was the fall, so it'd be November, December. Okay. And we've been running it since then. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of work, a lot of work. <laughs> and it started off as once a month. We were doing one episode a month, and then we decided, I believe in 2020 we were going to try to do something weekly yep. to kind of keep up with the momentum of listeners and just kind of pump the information out there so right, right. yeah no it's and it's been a labor of love oh totally say, right totally <laughs> but i'm not the only one i gotta give terry credit oh, terry right. also helps out quite a bit Woo. with writing tips and recording tips and all that so yes yes it's definitely a group effort it is a group effort and we actually have somebody behind the scenes uh a shout out to josh who will be listening to this podcast later today and making edits no <laughs> doubt um i usually give him a big heads up that you know josh you've got a lot of edits on this one so uh but josh is a big um contributor to our team as well and we appreciate you Josh so so today we are talking about multi-marketing channels um, and it's something that's near and dear to our heart because we're in marketing and um, we have a lot of channels that we use to reach our membership and our community and I want to you know I'm going to start off Lizzie just we'll share a little bit about what we do and then we'll talk about our strategy. How's that sound? Sure. Okay. Sounds good to me. Great. All right. So some of the channels that we have, um, we use email primarily as a channel to, to reach our membership. And um, usually when somebody becomes a member of Triangle, they if they have a uh, an email address, that becomes the avenue that we use to reach them. So we have email, we have social media. And we're on pretty much all platforms. Uh, we don't do a ton of stuff on Twitter, but primarily Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, we also use those channels for advertising. Mm -hmm. And we do, um, I guess you, you can help me out as a producer. We do video, but we also do stagnant. Would you say, like, what's the right term for? When you say stagnant, are like, you referring to? Non-video. Um, for like advertising and yeah. things like billboards and no, just on on social. Like sometimes we oh, use just like a post. Okay, just okay. regular it's posting. Post. Okay. Yeah, it's a post. Yeah. And then we so and then we have our YouTube channel, right? Yeah. That Liz yeah. uh, is in charge of. Uh, we have Google Ads. We have our blog, which yep. is TriangleUniversity.org, and yep. I think that. 
I mean, we have visuals. We do posters and yes. things like that as well. We a do have billboards, yep. a lot of print, print yep. advertising as well. We do yep. um, newspapers in some cases. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah. We do street signs because we, we have some branches that are actually um, in some fairly busy traffic locations. So, and we have the podcast and that's, you know, we're going to, we're going to be talking today about uh, consistent messaging among your market or among your channels uh, that you use. And um, after our break, we're going to go to a break in a little while, but after our break, we're going to, we're going to do a deeper dive into the podcast and we're really going to pick Liz's brain a little bit about how to use uh, the podcast to reach a target audience. So that's what uh, we use for our channels. We're on, we have a lot. And Liz, why do you think it's important? I'm going to reach, I'm going to ask you this question and then I'll I'll weigh in as well. But why is it important to be on different channels and why should a business use that type of strategy? Well, my first thought would be to expand your voice and to reach different types of audiences. Yes. People absorb information so differently. They, some people like to read, some people like to watch, some people like to listen. So if you can expand your strategy into a bunch of different channels, you're kind of amplifying your voice and you're enabling more people to be able to absorb your message. So I think that it's it's a great strategy to use if you have the resources if you're a smaller business and it's like a one-person show it'll be a little more difficult to kind of run a lot of content but what i would recommend is there are a lot of smaller outsource places that you can go to you can go to fiverr you can go to like some other platforms where you can hire out uh, a freelancer Mm -hmm. to maybe contribute some some efforts for some blog writing or social posting and stuff like that that's right but all of it, I think, is critical. You don't want to just keep your message on one single channel. Mm-hmm. You want to try to expand it. Right. And right. mainly, that, like I mentioned before, it's to reach the different people and the different ways they absorb information. Exactly. A hundred percent. And, you know, statistically, someone has to read, see, hear um, a message seven times before it resonates with... Um, with that yeah. person, typically. I mean, I, I don't, I wasn't the one who came up with that statistic. <laughs> statistic, I've just seen it a thousand times. And at some point, after seven times, it resonated with me, too. Yeah, yeah. So that's important, right? I mean, oh, it's yeah. important not only um, that you have different, you know, you have the same message for the different audiences um, be, of in terms of how they're going to receive it, but um, that it's consistent And that it's seen, you know, all of those times, same message, different platform. Um, So think about this way, too. I think of, for example, like Dunkin' Donuts, right? If you're if you're on social media, you see a post come through, just a boosted post or something for a new drink at Dunkin' Donuts. You're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, but I'm not really in the mood for a Dunkin's coffee. But you end up going to YouTube and you see a clip on YouTube. And right before you watch the video, there's another ad for that Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And you're kind of like, hmm, okay, I've already seen that before. I'm going to see it again fine, whatever, that coffee's starting to look really good. And then you get in your car and you drive down the road and you see a billboard for Dunkin' Donuts new type of coffee. And now you're like, well, I'm out and about. Maybe I should stop in and get a cup of coffee. So that kind of thing is to reiterate your point about the see something seven times for it to really sink in. I mean, you want to kind of get your message, your product, your brand out there in all these different instances to kind of remind people that you're there right? and that you're relevant to them or whatever right. you're trying to present to them is relevant to them. Right. Exactly. 
Yes, for sure. Um, and unfortunately, all of those ads for Dunkin' Donuts has, has worked on me. Same here. <laughs> I don't know if I could actually ever drive past a Dunkin' Donuts and my car is like on autopilot and I end up in the drive up again. It's like, oh, I guess I'm going to go to Dunkin's today. Oh, is that working? <laughs> yeah, I, it has worked for me too, I, I'll admit. And not necessarily for Dunkin's, but for some other ads. I mean, I've seen different messaging for you know, a particular thing. And I went ahead and I eventually decided I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll buy it or, you know, I'll go to that restaurant or whatever. So it definitely does work. Right. Absolutely. It does work. Absolutely. hundred percent. So I, I want to take this segment and actually describe a little bit about what we do and how we use our own marketing channels. Um, because I feel like that that's what we can speak to. Um, sure. You know, we, yes, we and it was a really good example as far as Duncan's because that's a good example as well. I mean, it works, right? We so. were not endorsed by Duncan, by the way. <laughs> we should be. Just Hello, throwing that in there. If you're listening, Duncan Donuts. <laughs> um, so in terms of our own promotions, we actually run anywhere between, well, usually up to about six promotions a year. Yeah, um, there. within the trying within the credit union, and um, in terms of using these marketing channels, we have a team, and we have somebody who's in charge of social media. We have somebody who's in charge of email. Uh, our website is also a different channel, um, and the podcast. Um, so, we it's very important that our team is aware of what that message is. So typically mm-hmm. it starts off and you can help me out Liz just if I'm not sure. saying it correctly just hold back tell me to hold back. But usually we start off um brainstorming with our graphic designer in terms of the campaign look, right? And our taglines and what we're going to be um what our message is going to be and what we're going to feature as part of our message in terms of, you know, benefits of products and services and things like that. Once we have a campaign that is, um, the design is ready, we'll, we'll go to print and we order our print uh, materials for all of our branches. And then after that, there's a lot of adaptation for our digital channels, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's when ha- that happens. Yep. And so Liz, uh, as producer for the YouTube channel, um, video production for our social media posts and, um, and the podcast, she starts. She'll start to look. You'll start to look, Lizzie, at um, what what should our message be, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and a lot of times, even for the podcast, it means that we create content to su- to support the product or service that we're that we're highlighting in the campaign. Right. 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 Like for example, we did a lot of um, home equity. Mm-hmm. related podcast episodes to co- coincide with the home equity promotions we were running. Right. So we try to tie in our content in this space, the podcast space and the YouTube space um, with what's we're, what we're pushing on a company level. Right. So, yeah, and it usually starts with, like you said, the graphic design, and then a, lo- a lot of that gets adapted from there into its different social media posts and then a topic related to that we use um, on the podcast we then can convert to a blog and stuff like that we tend to kind of take that take that content and kind of repurpose it for all our different channels right. and that's how we keep the message uniform right ultimately 100 <laughs> percent. yeah and i will tell you i just came back from um a digital marketing summit uh, which sounds so important when I use the word summit. I keep forgetting Ooh. to use the word summit. I was like, it was a conference. But um, no, it was very valuable. So 
one of the, one of the things that the keynote speaker actually brought up was about remix, mm. remix, and so he was explaining about all of the different channels and about um, mixing up your mixing up the me- the message not in terms of making it confuse confusing, but remixing it to repurpose it. Yep. You know. So and I was like, my goodness, that's what we do now. You yep. know. So. I was, um, sometimes it's important to go to those, you know, summits to make sure that you're on the right page. And, yeah. you know, I'm, there's always room for improvement. Um, we're not saying that we get everything 100% correct, but I was very encouraged to know that I feel like that we're on the right path. Yeah. And um, so it was about remixing um, for, for repurposing. Yeah. And uh, so that's awesome. That's probably the simplest thing for any any business owner or marketer. It, if you, st- I would say, start there. Like start with the content content that you have, yep. and ask yourself, how can I reuse this or remix it for different things? Mm-hmm. Can I pull a quote out here? Can I pull a segment out here? Could I do an entire spinoff blog post from this one point here? And you kind of break it apart and use use some of the work you've already done to just make new stuff from there. I mean, why reinvent the wheel, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So, and when you're, when you're channel heavy, like I feel like we're, we, we have a lot of different channels, so we have a lot of information to pull from. And I think that that is really a good way of, uh, without having to like recreate a new piece for every channel, we can kind of just use something and readapt it without overdoing our, overworking ourselves. That's right. Sometimes it's, what do they say? It's, don't work harder work smarter. work smarter yeah yep <laughs> we're all about that around here for sure um and then the other thing too that was kind of interesting at the summit was that you know they had these little um factoids in between the sessions and uh they ran throughout the various days that we were there and stuff but one of them was that 69 percent of businesses focused on a digital on their digital marketing um during covid ah and that's where well, I mean, you yeah. think about it, right? It's like you know, we've been yeah. doing the podcast since 2018, but we we ourselves dedicated more time, effort, resources yep. to our digital channels. Yep. And we've expanded those, and we continue to expand those. Um, and but 69 percent of businesses in the United States did that. Wow. So that's and pretty remarkable. Yeah. Well, that's having to pivot in yeah. many ways. You know, exactly. a lot of what you were relying on was either gone or or held up right so now you had to adapt and digital's there it's waiting right it's waiting for you exactly exactly so um last question before we go to break why is it important to have consistency across the channels and how do we accomplish this what are your thoughts about that i would say the the importance of being consistent creates a uniform message Mm -hmm. for the receiver of that message and if if they see that same message in multiple places they're it becomes familiar to them right and i think that you want to you want to try to go for a uniform message you want to make sure that they're not getting you know different types of messages from different platforms or nothing's getting reinforced right. so i think i think that's one thing and i think that 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 really takes your message to another level mm-hmm. because it's like an amplifier you if you have like you know one thing if you have a bunch of different things 
you know, shouting the same message, that message is louder and louder, as opposed to having a bunch of different channels shouting different messages, they start to cancel each other out. Right. So what you want to do is you want to amplify, you want to make it more familiar to the the receivers, yeah. what your message is. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I remember when I started at Triangle, um, and that goes back, I think, 12 years ago. And um, at the time, the the CEO said to me during our the interview is that what he was looking for for from somebody in my role, he said when I whatever or whichever branch I go into, I want to make sure that there's consistency. I and mm. I want them to know beyond a shadow of a doubt what product or service we're featuring. Mm. Like what are yep. we promoting, right? And so you know that was so important, Liz, because and it's so true. I mean. How, how familiar and how what what an amazing feeling to know that no matter you know, uh, let's take Subway or 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 Dunkin's even like wh- whichever whichever location you go into, there's consistency about the yeah. brand, right? And it's like you know you there's an expectation. Sometimes it's like, ooh, I don't know if I want that today, <laughs> but you know, you know, there's consistency, yeah. right? And, yep. the, and it's the it's the brand. There's a consistency in the brand and familiarity with the consumer, and so is so important. Yeah. Um. So a hundred percent in terms of how we have that consistency among our channels, we we kind of shared a little bit our pro, about our process already, but how do we accomplish that? It's communication, yep. right? We have yep. a lot of meetings. Um, but before we launch a promotion and there's you know sometimes it's overkill a little bit probably but we want to make sure we have we have target dates when um, each of our channels will launch and um, and and the the first person to start the process which is the graphic designer is also involved highly involved in the the adaptation of all of the digital yep. materials as well, so there's consistency of brand there too, right? You know, yep. so you, it's almost like sometimes if if you're a smaller business, you'd have to have an, a like an ambassador, if you will, of some or somebody who's going to be responsible to make sure that the message ha- is kind of oversee it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and again, if you're smaller, you may not have as many channels. One thing I would say to that too is um, when it comes to communication and coordination. I would say like know your strengths too. So as a business, know which channels that you are most likely to benefit working through. Don't try to do them all because right. you're you're going to run out of energy and you're not going to be able to to keep it consistent. Right. So work to your strengths and really like use what you know first right. and get that consistent message first. If all you can do is a blog or all you can do is, you know, a couple social media posts Focus on those, but make sure those are consistent first before you bring on any more channels. Right. Because you want to get that down. And then as you grow in resources, you can add more in, get more people to help you, and expand from there. Right. Great. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, We're going to take a short break and hear from our sponsor, and we'll be back in a minute. Sounds good. If this is the year you're ready to buy your first home, make sure you've got the best team of mortgage experts on your side. Triangle's mortgage team will work with you to get the financing you need when you're ready to purchase that home you've worked so hard to find. Our experienced originators guide you through the financing process so you can face the home buying journey with confidence. It's finally time to purchase that dream home. Do it with the mortgage team at Triangle Credit Union. Visit trianglecu.org to check our current rates and to schedule an appointment with one of our mortgage originators. NMLS number 528721, Equal Housing Opportunity. Federally insured by NCUA, certain restrictions may apply. See website for details. 
and we're back. All right, so, so far, Liz, uh, just to recap, we've talked about um, multi-marketing channels and why it's important to use them. Um, how, what we do typically with our marketing and promotion campaigns and how we use those channels and, um, and the importance of consistency in the message, mm-hmm. right? So, so now we're going to pivot a little bit and we're going to talk about the podcast because that is near and dear to your heart. It's near and dear to my heart too, but I mean, like literally you're the producer of the show. So it's, <laughs> I know it's particular, particularly, um, important. So how does the podcast fit into our overall marketing strategy? So the podcast expands our reach. Mm-hmm. It gives us a chance to establish a voice and to share new types of messages and really expand our platforms. So we we pursued podcasting as mainly an educational medium. We started that way. We figured we want to kind of provide a new type of information to our listeners, to our membership. And, you know, the goal is to have guests on, and we do. We have a guest on once a month, typically. And they're usually a financial professional or, or some other industry professional. And we really wanted to, to take that platform and give it to our members as an opportunity for them to just gather a little more information about a particular topic. Mm-hmm. The other thing that it did was it, it really allowed us to offer, like, timely messaging, for example. When COVID first started, uh, we decided, you know what, why don't we use our, our podcast platform as an opportunity to kind of have a conversation about COVID. Right. So we had Becky Thomas, the RSVP of marketing on at the time, to kind of just talk about what was going on at the credit union and what, what we were doing for right. the pandemic. So it, it gave us an opportunity, aside from email or aside from a website page, that listeners could kind of just tune into to gather. Um, And then another thing that we did too is we used it to kind of share news and events. We had some of our um, nonprofit uh, partners on and they got to talk about some of the events they were running and really kind of just offer some news and updates on what's going on. So we wanted, we didn't want it to be salesy. We don't want it to be just pushing products. We want it to be a way for listeners to gather new information about our, about our, um, credit union about even our products in a non-salesy way and um our involvement in the community right that's yeah absolutely i you know you brought that up the example about when becky was on and and you know our steps you know in response to covid and um and what that looked like what i want to talk about is in terms of the branches is that they do use it as a resource i've heard it on when i've gone into the different branches um i think that they refer to it when they when they're talking about our members to our members you know it's like oh have you heard of our podcast and so it it does offer information education you know which we hope to be valuable yeah to all of our listeners so yeah and again it's above and beyond just you know writing a blog post Mm -hmm. or something you know we wanted we wanted to give people something new that they can explore and i i for one I like to see when companies do podcasts. Like, for example, I followed a couple podcasts. One was Ulta Beauty did a podcast. Um, uh, Microsoft does a podcast. And sometimes it's kind of cool to kind of just tune into what they're talking about and see, oh, what are what's going on in their company? What's going mm-hmm. on in their platform? And some of them provide product tips. Some of them provide, like, security tips. And that's another thing we cover on the podcast, too, is a lot of the 
focus for some of our money tips is in fraud prevention and protection Mm -hmm. because that's such a big part of the financial and technological world today. Right. So we pull in a lot of that information too, just to keep people informed. Yep. You know? And that's kind of the idea is we just want, we want people to be able to get information that's relevant to them in a way that they want to absorb it best. Right. Right. So what I hear you saying too is for anybody who's interested in using podcast as a platform for Mm -hmm. their marketing message is that yes, you can, um, talk a little bit about products or services, but really it should be for, um, as a solution to, you know, and whatever their industry that they're in, you know, you have to yeah. make it broad enough to appeal to not only somebody who's interested in a, in one specific product. Right. So I guess my question, Lizzie, is if somebody is, somebody is listening to this podcast today and they're interested in, in incorporating a podcast into their marketing strategy, you have to kind of keep it the the topics broad enough so that it it just doesn't zero in on their product and service all the time. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's I guess that's my question is like, and you had you did mention it a little bit, in, but it you know if you could just reiterate how important that is, you know. Yeah, it it is it is important. I mean, you want to be able to you want people to relate to what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and sometimes just going over us, 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 our product, our company, our, like, well, our specific product, our specific product, it can just get overwhelming, boring, you know, and you want to kind of draw in on other elements of what you do and how you impact other people and allow, allow your partners, your platform to spread their message too. So it's kind of a give and take. And I think that that's probably more appealing. Yeah. 100%. So my, uh, I guess just as a follow up, I mean, if you did have somebody who had, um, didn't have a lot of resources, didn't have a lot of time, and they wanted to maybe talk a little bit about their product, what do you, what do you think about um, customer interviews as as part of a podcast? I think they're great. You do? Yeah, I do. Um, The hard part I think about that is finding customers that'll be willing to talk mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and um being open to the i guess truth of the messages that they want us to send so from a brand perspective you want to make sure that everybody's in a good light too and when it comes to customer involvement it definitely creates um what genuineness is that the mm-hmm. is that a word Authentic. authenticity that's yeah, what authenticity. authenticity um for your brand which is very appealing from a Absolutely. customer perspective i mean i would love authenticity and i think a lot of people like to see that in their their brand so yeah if you can use you know customer interviews mm-hmm. as a way to you know share your authenticity then go ahead and do it right you know um but yeah, we um, we actually and I think you highlighted this before mentioned it, but we do we love to have our partners on, you know, we yes. have um, Triangle Financial Group. We've got um, an arm that that is fraud prevention. And, um, you know, so we love it when we have our partners on because those we in my the way I look at that is we're aware of the product or the service. 
but we're not experts in it, right? So it's right. like we're bringing this message and we're tapping into the subject matter expert and right. you know getting that additional uh, education information out there so right yeah i mean we terry and i aren't really all up on the mortgage game so we have mortgage originators on you know and nor can we even talk about mortgages. i mean there's stuff yeah yeah regulations and that goes back to what i said about allowing your partners to use your podcast as a platform Mm -hmm. and you know you as kind of the mediator of that right right excellent okay so as a producer, how do you ensure that the podcast aligns with our marketing goals? That's a little bit different than, you know, than having consistency in the message because right. we have marketing goals. Uh, we have um, Liz does an amazing job in terms of um, sharing our results with our key performance indicators. We mm-hmm. have specific uh, data points that we monitor con- con- consistently. Yep. So, um, so what do you think about that? Well, I mean, you kind of touched a little bit on it. We track a lot. Yes, we do. We track for per- the podcast in particular. We track our downloads. We track our our subscribers. All of that content. So you do want to keep track of of your progress. Mm-hmm. You know how much? What's your output? What's the return on that output? How many people are absorbing that information? Um, what's the feedback you're getting? So that's one of the things. And the other thing is we do meet a lot on the, just the promotion side of it. We meet a lot on that. We talk about what our topics are and we make sure that we're producing content that aligns with the marketing strategy, which ultimately ties into our marketing goals. Right, yep. So we wanna keep our content relevant and we wanna to cover topics that are related to where we want the business to go, which ties in our core values. Mm-hmm. So again, we, we talk about community service and diversity. So, you know, we bring in guests that relate to community, our community involvement and our service is tied to a lot of our products, products and services and what we offer our membership. And then the diversity is one of our, it's again, it's one of our core values that we, we invite guests on to talk about you know, what they're doing in their space and how they f- that fits in with the credit union goals. Yep. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that is excellent, Liz. You did a great job explaining how the podcast fits into our channel. So, or into in the, uh, all of the channels actually. So appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. your input for sure. You're welcome. Okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad we could chat about it. All right. So that uh, that brings us to our final segment, which is rapid fire. Ooh. Ooh. We just did this last time, yes, didn't we? we? Did. Yes, we did. So we're going to, um, you're going to ask me five questions. I'll oh, ask you five okay. questions. And if, you, if you've caught any of the other podcasts that we've done, the rapid fire segment is super fun because it's just um, option A or option B. And the, the person answering just chooses the option without any explanation explanation really um so do you want i'll I'll go first you want me to ask you first yeah okay okay ready Mm -hmm. instagram or tiktok oh my gosh tiktok (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) skiing or hiking skiing starbucks or dunkin donuts ah um duncan's ah okay a cruise or an all-inclusive resort? All-inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. I am not about the cruise. I don't like <laughs> the boats. <laughs> and the last one, a mountain cottage or a beach house? Oh, mountain cottage. Mountain cottage. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought great. you might. I thought you might, but I wasn't sure. So yeah. I threw it in there. Yeah. I was curious. No, those are great questions. Good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> this is so funny. 
<laughs> okay. So I'm good. I have five questions here for Liz. Ready, Liz? Okay. Yeah, I am. Football or soccer? To watch or to play? Either or. Either or. or. <laughs> Football to watch, soccer to play. Okay, very good. If you if you were going to so so to play is like that's your prefer preference. Yeah, soccer. I would okay. prefer to play soccer, okay. obviously. Right. Hamburger or hot dog? Hamburger. Canada or Mexico? Mexico. Mm, it's warmer. Yeah. I don't know. Canada's beautiful. <laughs> um, I know you love to read, so this is what this pertains to: hardcover or soft cover? Soft cover. Mm. Yep. Dunkins or Starbucks? <laughs> oh man, I think I got to go with Dunkins on this one oh, too. Oh man, okay. Yeah, I do like Starbucks as well, but you know, I think the price point of Dunkins just beats me out. Yeah. So I'll take that one. And instead. and the convenience we live in yes. new england right and literally every mile and a half two yeah. miles there's a dunkin donuts so i'd rather drive one mile down the road than five <laughs> miles down the road to my starbucks occasionally i'll go though if i'm really feeling up for a starbucks latte yeah yeah they have their they have their good specialty coffees for Me sure too. okay so that wraps up to thank you lizzie again yeah. once once again well, thank you, you Terry. Did a great job so and i just wanted to say um that if you have any questions about what we share today or ideas for future content, please email us at tcupodcast at trianglecu.org. Please be sure to follow the Making Money Personal podcast page on Facebook and now on Instagram. Big Again, a big shout out to Josh to getting us on Instagram. Woo-hoo. And a big shout out to our sponsor, Triangle Credit Union. And as always, we want to thank you to our listeners uh, for tuning in today and giving us your time. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. That wraps up this episode of the Making Money Personal Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, we would love to hear from you. Email your thoughts about this show or any other ideas at tcupodcast at trianglecu.org. Thank you to all of our subscribers. And if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any new episodes or money tips. Thank you for listening and have a great day.